Hello and welcome. My name is Nikkei Roach and welcome to another episode where we get to sit down, have a really amazing chat with individuals who are healers, who are creative space, who are business owners, who are moms, dads, who've gone through some challenges but have achieved amazing success. Today is no exception. We have Sister Vicky Thompson. So anyway, um, I have known Sister Vicky so, so many, many years, and I'm gonna let you know who she is, and you're gonna love her the way I do. And we're gonna kind of get into, you know, how I know her, but she is a massage therapist, she is a jeweler, she is a business owner, she is a coach, she is a natural food business and coach and wellness specifically for women. Though, you know, we're gonna cover all gamuts, but her specific interest is helping women to retain and recapture that power that they sometimes lose in the marketplace. And she's gonna teach you how to get that back and how to use it health-wise, but also to build dynamic business. So, Sister Vicky, welcome. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Thank you, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for coming. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm like, oh, okay. So, Sister Vicky. Yes. You got to tell us a little bit about you. I mean, how'd you get a name like Sister? Because it's not <laughs> Sister, it's Sister. sister. I want you to get that Sister, like a Jimmy Akan. Shoot. Tell us how you get that. <laughs> you know, it's a wonderful thing in all of my travels. My dad was a um, in the military, was a Navy guy. And so we traveled a lot when I was small to lots of different countries. And I wanted to be just like my dad, but I didn't want to serve in that way. I wanted to serve in a different way. And so believe it or not, when I, you know, finished my, my set with college, um, I on a dare, I filled out an application form to the United States Foreign Service Department. And I ended up being a diplomatic corps secretary. <laughs> I did for a while, believe it. Shh, don't tell anybody. Wow. Yeah. And so I traveled around the world with that as a secretary. You know, I got to meet so many exciting and wonderful people. And along the way, uh, what came into my path was um, health and coaching and Reiki and those kinds of things that were already in my life when I was young. But it came to fruitation again. And I took hold of it and I didn't look back on it. And so outside of work, I would find those people who needed some support in health and health and healing, especially in women, of supporting each other and loving on each other. And thus was the name living in a yard in a Jamaica in a jam down. Sister, sister, can you do this? Sister, sister, can you help me with this? Sister. And it just became so endearing for me that when I returned to the United States after living in Jamaica for 15 years, it was my last post. And from that, I left that assignment and I actually lived in Jamaica for 15 more years, but lived as, not as a diplomatic corps secretary, but I truly got involved in the transformation life of healing, health, and nutrition. And the name Sister was so endearing and stayed with me when I returned to the United States in 2000 after 15 years, that name stuck with me. So although the name is Vicky, I generally really respond to Sister Vicky. And that was how I received that name from working, you know, in that holistic community in Jamaica. And Correct. we use those slang words with each other, Sister, brethren, how exactly. are you, how exactly. you do? And it just stuck with me. And it's an endearment that has been able to follow me forward here in um, the United States now. And, and and yes, it has. It, it's it's a title, it's a crown, it's a, 
it, it's it's your formal name when people recognize you, but it's also a name that sisters and brothers and, and mothers also call you. So Correct. now that we know how Sister Vicky, you know, got the sister, let's let's move it a little further. How did you become? I mean, you had already been in Jamaica and you'd already been enveloped in the in the holistic, you know, traditions of Jamaica and, and the history and a rich history of nutrition and naturopathy there. How did that part start getting into massage therapy? That's interesting. So yes, all of that <laughs> envelope of doing all those beautiful rituals and you know, going back to traditional ways of doing things, going out in the bush and learning how to do holistic and healing from there with herbs and juicing and all of that. I returned to the United States um, in 2000 and returned to the United States um, pregnant. I needed to restart my life all over again. I had to reinvent myself and I just couldn't do it coming from Jamaica and saying, okay, now I'm this Reiki master. I do holistic health and nutrition. I didn't know anyone here. I had been abroad for so many years. I had to reacclimate myself again. And I had to find that heart. Home is where the heart is. I yep. longed for Jamaica, but yet I'm back here in America. I have a new baby that I have to birth and I have to learn how to live here. And it was quite discouraging, very difficult for me. And I said to myself, I have to do something that's still in the healing world. And honestly, I said to myself, I need a license to touch people. This is what I do, what I love to help, and I love women. I, I love being a I love the way you said that. I mean, as a respectful way, but it sounds, you know, unless you're in the in, in the healing touch or in the massage therapy or chiropractor medicine, yes. You know, when you when you hear, I needed a license to touch yes. someone. Yes. I love the way that that goes. So thank it, you. Continue. But I did. I needed a license, you know, therapeutically to be able to support people and help them. And so, Lord. yes, please do. And so my brother from another mother, Mr. Nick A. Roach here, <laughs> was so encouraging, you know, with life as a massage therapist. And I said, it's the next best thing to healing, to hand touch. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna go back to school for massage therapy along with aromatherapy. So I double majored in both. Mm -hmm. So I could have a license continue what I um, learned in Jamaica as an apprentice to come here and do those things myself as well. And so that's how I really got into massage therapy. I just looked at my parents and said, I got to do something. I love healing. I don't know anyone here, but maybe the way I can get started is because I love to um, do healing touch with people. Um, this will help me to get in the door to become a massage therapist here in America. Absolutely. Now, um, and in that vein, I, I had a, a guest uh, not too long ago, Ashley, who's uh, who's in my fair state, um, and, she, and we talked, you know, in length about being pimped out as a massage therapist, and in the fact that you 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 go in and they work you like <laughs> like a slave on Sunday, and yes. they peanuts. Did you experience that after you got out, or you were a little bit more seasoned before you walked in that space? I was seasoned um, in knowing myself what it was I wanted to do, that plan that I had, and having you as a background too for a mentor as well. So it worked for me. So I always was able to work for myself, but I wouldn't necessarily say working for yourself is the best thing as well too, because you still, you still got to beat that door down. You still have to get that clientele. You still have to learn 
how do you get that clientele working for yourself and not ever living here? And so I learned skills and I learned trade, you know, how to be able to do that, to get a clientele. And it wasn't easy. You know, it's hard work. And yes, that young lady was so right. We have to work truly, truly hard not to get the carpal tunnel ourselves for us not to be the ones to turn around, right? To be on the table, you know, ourselves in order to stay long in this business. And it's a brutal business. It can it's be. Brutal. It is brutal. And I don't think people really appreciate it. I don't even think massage therapists, especially, I mean, you're now seasoned like me, but you know, when you when you're young and you're like, oh, I can do, you know, I can do 20 massages in one day, and you're like seven right in a row, right? I mean, boom, and, and not easy ones, complex ones that require, Absolutely. you know, all kinds of different, you know, different ways for your body to maneuver to get it to work for that particular patient or client to get them. Absolutely. And, and it could it, it, it's a little it's a little challenging and it wears it wears on you it does wear on you and i and i am a um sister who's well endowed may we say and so for me on the table i have to really really find innovative ways that i stay true to the form of what i do as a therapeutic therapist because i abide by the rules and i love what it is that i do and i find myself yes tweaking myself in different positions so that I can, you know, use that different technique that I do to do what I need to do to support that client so that what they came in for is not what they left. They came in with pain, but they left out happy, relaxed, you know, more circulation, all of that. So definitely our bodies truly over the years take a beating. Carpal tunnel is the name of the game in the business that we're in and lower back issues is the okay. name of the game. For real, for real, for real. I think you know, if you've done this long enough, you probably suffer some kind of malformation, even if you do. I mean, myself, young in the profession, I, I, I almost did, you know, mistakenly tired, not paying attention, you know, bad body mechanics. And the, the, the person says, hey, go deep. And you're like, you're in an awkward position. You know, Absolutely. you're not supposed to. And it, it was like one of those reminders that the great giver says, you know, if you're tired, really tired, you really don't need to do it. You really right. need to tell them I can't do it today because you Correct. know because you're in danger. We learn that though, right? But exactly. We learn that in the game as we go along, as you said. Exactly. We learn that, and sometimes we learn the hard way with it. You know how to say no, or how to balance things out to be that massage therapist, and you're not there to spin that wheel one after the other. That is not what we went to school for to get ourselves in problems and trouble that we work so hard we can't even find anyone to work on us because we're so busy right serving ourselves and but serving everyone else and not serving ourselves absolutely oh god i love this i love it i'm excited so <laughs> now we know your history and and we're going to get into some um you know my little goddaughter but we're not going to talk about her right now <laughs> my little <laughs> um yeah my energy box but energy there she box. Is. There she, is. Oh, there she is. Okay, there she is. She's not there that she small is. anymore. She's not that small anymore. She's a she's a, a, a grown lady now. So um still in school, but still grown. She was probably grown at two, but we're not gonna go there. Let's not go there. <laughs> so now that you've been a massage therapist, a business owner, worked for uh, you know, worked in other environments, worked yes. in, you know, salons or spas, and you you know, you've done that, but you've also done, I assume, some private 
you know, um, work for individuals along the way. Is that an, a fair assessment? For the last um, 10 or so um, years, I have been in private practice in a suite with other beautiful, gifted, you know, massage therapists. Yes, I have. And we have worked collectively together in a beautiful oasis, work with each other. If someone has to take off, you know, we will take care of that client for them. We'll match our, our experiences up, what it is that we do, what we specialize in. So it's an awesome um, give and take, wonderful community in the suite um, where I work at. And I'm really blessed. And it's all women. And we all have collective 15, 20 plus years in the game. You know what I'm saying? And so highly, highly respected, you know, where I am and the young, beautiful women that I work with, for sure. And I'm, and I'm glad you brought that in because that was my next uh, my next question was <laughs> you specifically, and in, in especially in, in being a doula, um, yes. And I'd love for you because, I mean, a lot of people heard the term doula. Yes. But, and I'm going to ask two questions. Now, as a mother, as a woman, yes. obviously, what made you decide within the doula space and in the secondarily, what made you decide as a as a holistic practitioner really get granular and really work with specifically women? because we need it and I saw a need for that looking on the outside. So while living in Jamaica, I was really, really blessed to have access. It was the only um, home birthing center um, that was um, in um, Kingston at that time. And I was able to get an overview and be able to go in and look. And I was able to actually see on the outskirts, mamas that couldn't get into town, mamas who couldn't afford doctors and had to have babies in the so-called bush. You know, with midwives who was some bad mama jamma grannies. You know, they had their fussing bags with them. They knew exactly what to do with ritual. It was passed down generation to generation. And it made me feel really, really good and honored with I, my community. I, I wanted to I wanted to to, to be um, masculine for a moment right quick. Just though Trust me, there are more women behind me than there are men. I mean, it sounds strange, but there are more more women in my life who've influenced mm -hmm. my, life, my mother, my trainers, my teachers, my coaches, primarily women. Mm -hmm. But for this moment, I wanted you to, to answer kind of this, this question. When do you think the honor of bringing babies in the world got shifted to the males? Because you know, as I recall, it was it was the women who who, who birthed who brought life into the world. You know, absolutely, grannies that helped that they helped, and it's somewhere along the line the men got involved, and for lack of a better word, jacked it the hell up. Okay, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. All I'm gonna say is, modern medicine, you know, came into play. So as we're moving from, and it's a good question to ask. And basically, really and truthfully, you know, the granny um, who was there, who worked side by side, you know, with medical doctors, like I said, they did it out of love. It was just because it's what you do. And not only was it just what they did, it was an honor. And they were respected in their communities of what they did. And even the doctors in the early days respected them. But along the way came modern medicine. And come with modern medicine, fortunately or unfortunately, came rules that knocked out a lot of grannies because a lot of them could not specifically read or write or understood how that test that was made up that now you need to be tested in order to be a midwife. 
you know, to assist with this doctor. That didn't happen with our grannies, with our grannies' generation. So unfortunately, it wiped us, it wiped us out a lot. Except for rural areas, it still did exist. And so when medicine came along, yes, more men became more medical doctors, you know, obstetrician. And there so began, you know, the medicines that you use in the hospital to say, we know how to take care of you. So we basically are going to do that particular on you so that we can be the person that birthed for you. And so they took it away. They took that honor away from mamas that they could still be in charge, you know, with this birth. Nine months of carrying. And now all of a sudden the doctor knows best. And he will tell you how to sit, how to lay, when to push, when not to push. And so that happened a lot in modern. What I'm here to tell you now though, it has shifted and changed again. And traditional um, medicine from around the world, traditional healing from around the world that's making its way back. You know, we can say because of this or because of that, but everything happens for a reason and it all comes back around. All circles back around. Always circles back around and traditional healing, traditional herbs, the way that we do home birthing, you know, our hospital births and or birthing centers is alive and effect. And I'm so blessed to be in that community so I can raise up our goddesses again and our moms, you know what I'm saying, to where they belong. We are the queens. We yep. are it. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I think that's, uh, and I'm going to sound really, really sexist in this time. And I think that's the fear that men have is that the women really have the power. And I always say it to my, my sisters. I said, you have the power. We just hold on to it because we're scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like that. But I, now that we, we, we've kind of went on a weird bunny trail for a little bit, let's come back because I know you're involved in some exciting new stuff, something that you've just started getting involved with. Or actually not really getting involved with, but you, you, you're, you're able to tell us a little bit more about that without spilling all the beans. I'm going to let you do it. What are we quite talking about here, Nick <laughs> Now, you said that you just started some exciting new business venture and you were waiting around until the website got all created. And I'm just kind of leaving it up to you to explain to us what that is, if you'd like to. It is. And it's not a new adventure. What does go around, come around. But I just feel with moms in the United States, um, unfortunately for moms, up until maybe, you know, the world, you know, issues that we've been having, um, our rate of immortality rate has been so devastating, you know what I'm saying, in the melanin um, population. Mm. And most of our women, after they give birth, they immediately have to go back to work and someone else has to raise their children. Well, that's not what our grannies and what our neighborhood, you know, did with us. You know, we raise each other, we support each other. That's why we had the granny midwives. We are turning the table again. And so worldwide, women from around the world, whether it's Morocco, Israel, Jamaica, you know, Mexico, we're finding there's so many rituals and traditions um, that we need to bring back to the forefront for our moms to be able to take care of them. So for me, the 40 days after moms have their babies, we love our babies. They're so cute. Look at your cheeks. And you did so adorable. And I so love you. And the mother is sitting there like, somebody, somebody see me? Hello? <laughs> That's where I am. You know what I'm saying? I want to nurture. I want to revitalize. You know what I'm saying? I want the mom to feel good about herself 
that she is that goddess, that she is nurtured, that she is supported, that we can help transform and reboot her. She's not told that enough. Everything is about the baby. Everything yep. is about everyone else. And of course, with all the things that are happening now, a lot of children and kids are more so home in the family. Parents are working from home. You have a new baby. Who's watching after mama? Because mama is what? All things to all people because yep. she's superwoman. Yes, she can do all things. Yes, and we can do things, but we have to have support system to yep. raise us a support system to say sister I got you I got you I know what you're going through and here's what we're going to do and how I can support you or we can support one another and so that is what I'm doing with bringing to the table um, classes I had a beautiful sister yesterday that I postpartumly you know do my postpartum massages as well as well as being a postpartum doula meaning I attend to mothers after they've had the babies at home are we having enough breast milk? How do we do that? Or how do I stop breast milk? You know what I'm saying? I'm having these issues and I can't walk right and I feel like my whole insides are open. What do we do? And we have that conversation. Wow. With the mama to bring you back to balance wow. with where you are. And so we have tools, you know what I'm saying? We have foods, warming foods, nourishing foods for mama, wow. belly wraps, bento wraps, you name it to tighten mama back up, to recognize who we are. And of course, we're gonna use where you are, where you come from. We're not gonna disgrace you where you're from. Right. I will have that conversation with you. We will put in some of those rituals that make you feel comfortable who you are, because it's not about me. Right. It's about us supporting yep. you, rising you, raising and, you as a mama. And I'm glad you said that because you know, there, there's a variety of, of cultures and tradition that, mm -hmm. that you mentioned, Morocco, Israel, yes. Mexico, yes. Uh, yes. North America, Canada, you know, indigenous Canadians, indigenous, indigenous Americans, yes. you know, indigenous Africans, indigenous Asians, you know, yes. there, there are folks around the globe who have their, their traditions, but I'm glad you pointed it out. It's not, hey, I'm going to supersede what's already your, your we're going to add, we're going to continue the value of that one. Yes, we will. We're, we're going to also, you know, supplement it and honor mm -hmm. that and uplift mothers because, you know, it, it's, it's, I, I'm glad you pointed that out because it, it is correct. And even when we had our kids, you know, the, the baby gets all the attention. All the attention. You know, all the, oh, you're so cute. You know, mom correct. doesn't matter. And, you know, correct. mom just gave birth to a Mack truck. You know, she, her emotion. Air, right. you know, it is. It has been, you know, it's been beautiful, but in some cases, it can be traumatic. I mean, it's right. like went to That's war, right. you know. That's right. And, but do and you know, in the United States, though, we are so far behind with taking care of mother postpartumly, where other other places around the world have continued um, their postpartum with mamas afterwards. I didn't know that. We have so lagged. We really have, but we are on the forefront again though now because there are those of us that we have community. And I don't mean just locally where I live. You know, I have a beautiful group of women um, online that we connect with each other. And it's a birthing association and it's a um, beautiful birthing association and um, traditional birthing association. And we have classes together. We bring people forth together to really discuss birth in general because birth has no name. It just is. Whether you he, she, they, them, however you call yourself, birth is birth and there's no judgment in that world. Nope. Nope. We're there to support, 
you know what I'm saying, for mommy, for emotional, for emotional support, for informational support, comfort support, you know what I'm saying, wherever you are, wherever you choose to have that birth, whether it's in a hospital, whether it's in a home birthing center, you understand what I'm saying? You are that endearing spirit that is there to be there, to uplift them, to give them hope affirmation-wise, meditation-wise, breath-wise, whatever you have to give, that's what you are there for. And it transcends into postpartum so that we can help mamas rise and be their best nurturing selves that they can so that we continue to honor them and we have less postpartum depression, per se, Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. we do that, when we do that. Wow. And that's what I'm all about, teaching classes. Like I said, I had one mom yesterday that I massaged her and I'm telling you she almost brought tears to my eyes because she said sister big I felt bad about the community after I had my girl and I said why she said because you know I went at it natural we're natural sisters you know we're in the vegan community we're in the vegetarian community and I'm like and she said but I ended up having a c-section and I'm like and and well I feel like I let my community down and I said please tell me why you feel that way and I said because no one was let down you did what you did what you could do and at the end what happened was to bring forth this beautiful baby it required assistance it required a little more assistance than what you can give so so she was having you know guilt in 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 really feeling like you know, I'm natural. There is this is not natural, and is in and and so you were there, you know, to help her, to yes. listen to her, to let her, you know, express and with yes. no judgment. And I love the way you that you put it. It's like no judgment. Is how you brought life in the world is how you brought life in the world. And it's your story, and we get to share that. <laughs> and she said other women called her from the back end to say that happened to me too, but I didn't want to share. Wow. And I said, this is why we're having classes about this mm. because we will share. We're not going to get stuck on why I didn't share. We're going to get stuck on what happens. Something happened. We had to reevaluate along with your care providers mm-hmm. that this is not going to work in this form that most women having a vaginal birth, but you have access to a C-section. And guess what? That was determined it would be the best way to have you know your baby come forth right and i said there's nothing wrong with no judgment no whatsoever i love this i love this because you know even in my you know in my practice you know there there are mothers who 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 come like you said they're they come in one day you know the boss might give them a little bit of time off but Mm. you know they don't get the time the nurturing it's like you know as soon as you come home after those three days they kick you out of the hospital and that's pretty much it. You might get a nurse or two call you on the phone, but and maybe they'll check the baby a little bit. They'll check the baby. Did you catch me? I did. They check the baby. Oh, bring the yes. baby in. We want to weigh them. We want to check their, you know, all this stuff. But it's like, I love the beautiful life I brought in the world, but I am a baby too. Okay. Right. I still require care. You know, don't forget about me. Okay. Right. I, because we have to research with mommy. We have to put those nutrients back in her. She's lost a lot of blood. You see yeah. what I'm saying? She, she's gone through it, an event. Mm-hmm. And so we need to um, bring mommy back to balance. To bring her back home. <laughs> bring her back home. That's bring right. Back home. Yeah. Well, 
do you have, I mean, I, I, I wanted to get an opportunity for folks to, to connect, you know, not only as you as a, a doula, but mm -hmm. also as a massage therapist, you yes. know, in, in all the different derivations, but also how folks who no matter where they are, if they're in Morocco or Israel or they're in Mexico mm -hmm. or Afghanistan or wherever they are and they have access to the Internet, how would they plug in to the community so that they can feel whole again? Isn't that beautiful? I actually my website just became live. I'm so happy. I've been working diligently hard with my web. Um, my web provider. I've been, did I lose you? Just a second. Somebody probably called you or something like that. <laughs> but you're here. You're here. Oh, you can see me? Yeah, yeah. You're still good. Okay. I'm not sure what happened there, but okay. Continue. You were saying. Oh, so you can find me at www.nurturing, N U R T U R I N G B O D Y N S O L E S dot com, nurturing body and souls dot com now that's souls plural right s-o-l it's s-o-l-e-s s-o-l-e okay now i got it's you s-o-l because i do feet i do reflexology as well i, I got do reflexology that. so once they come through that then they can be oh, somehow i lost her again it keep you keep coming in and coming out but you're back no, you're man. fine i'm back you're fine. okay okay you, you were saying, so this is how they contact you for massage therapy, for doula, as well as, you know, getting plugged into the community. And then, it you know, to... any questions that you may have, I actually have a link. Um, and I'm grateful for any of your inquiries that you have. And so we will be going um, live on IG as well as um, on YouTube. We actually will be putting a community um, group together where these questions and women, you will be seeing live women, these things will come up that we will actually have roundtables where we will have these conversations with each other. Amazing. Well, Sister Vicki, I am so honored to call you friend and sister, counselor, uh, mother. I've learned so much from you, you know, over the years and how to be able to to, to, to let people be who they are, you know, just allow yes. them to be who they are. Absolutely. You know, no matter what package they come in, he, she, or, you know, whatever you identify with, whatever color of the rainbow, you were giving life, you were yes. given that space, you were given that, those different, you know, some people might call them quirks, but those are your gifts. Yes. I'm appreciative that you've, you've, you've educated me and helped me to understand that we're all the creator's creatures and we come in different packages and we're all beautiful. It's all, all honor and respect and non-judgmental. Love it. I love it. Well, thank you for being here. Thank my goddaughter, because I know she's not there, but if she was there, she'd be probably, you know, face bombing you. She would. She would. <laughs> she would. But that's okay, because this interview would still keep rolling, because I love it. <laughs> you know, we'll keep it rolling. Like, hey, keep it going. Well, thank you very much, Sister Vicki. Thank you, honored guests, for being here. Thank you for taking the time out of your schedule. Remember, you're beautiful. You're accepted. You're a business owner. If you're a mom, a dad, you're a kid, you're a business owner, or you're a house of worship leader, wherever you are, understand that we're all interconnected. Like Sister Vicki said, we all come from a mother. Honor the mother, honor the father, and honor yourself. And remember, when you see a mom like Sister Vicki I just alluded to, remember, she is very, very important. She brought life to you. So respect mm -hmm. her, 
honor her, appreciate her, and uplift her no matter where she is on her journey. Thank you very much, Sister Vicky, for being here. Respect, brother. Thank you so much for allowing me this time. And I look forward any questions, any inquiries. Please feel free. We're all in this together. Thank Absolutely. you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you very Take much. Take care. You Bye too. Now. Bye for now. Bye-bye.